well they're just i mean you know you get you get some people who are like sort of almost like they, i think they must get a kick out of it they're like presidents so they sort of stand there and then they're thinking hmm, you know can i can i unsettle this person so they're actively trying to unsettle people welcome to noah and james tuckett yes this is the podcast <laughs> that looks at impact presentation gravitas communication in all shapes and sizes of the spoken word including now relating on podcasts as dismembered heads so um james james i'm going to give you a little intro and then um please add to that which is that you are the cto and co-founder of tech tree that's right and we met when you were setting up a peer-to-peer investment platform a few years back. What seems like a long time ago yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot has happened. I've since got, got married. I'm now a father of one. So oh. we've, we've had a pandemic. God, lots of yeah. things. Think of all the things. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, uh, yeah. BC, which is the the, the before pandemic, is going to yeah. become more and more of a like. Remember that? Remember those days? Yeah. I don't know. The times you. before, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. already I'm watching TV. I was watching um, TV last night, and it was a, it was French, and so of course they were kissing hello on the cheek, yeah. and I was I like, imagine wow, that. why aren't imagine, they social distancing? Yeah. Mm. Do you remember when people kissed on the cheek? Yeah. I mean, will we ever kiss on the cheek again? I doubt it. Those times have gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember. Well, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, I think, at the moment. I think that, that is the main thing. Um, my dad, who's 76, has had his vaccine, which yeah. I've got to say makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm very exactly. pleased about that. So, exactly. fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we will yeah. be through the worst of it. Although, if you're reading the news, any, uh, which I'm sure everyone is, then, you know. You're uh, reading all this sensationalist, dramatic media. It's not worth it. I think turn off Apple News, turn off the telly. Yeah, that's <laughs> in fact, funny you say that. But yeah, turning it on, turning off Apple News is definitely. In fact, that's going on my list of to do at the end of this yeah. of this um, yeah. session. So, yeah. James, thank you very much. And I'm going to get into these questions. Which the first one yeah, um, I love is to 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 describe with words, as you said something on in your surroundings on your desk nearby that says something about you yeah so uh being somewhat lazy i haven't gone very far much further afield than my actual desk and on it there is a a set of sunglasses uh, which no one will be able to see but they're sort of tortoiseshell uh, uh sunglasses and i i'm telling you about them not because i think i look cool when i'm wearing them Although I hope I do, because that's that is part of the reason why mm. I wear them. But it's also I wanted to talk about sort of I guess hiding hiding away. Mm. Um, so and it's something that I'm sure we'll 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 touch on uh, as this as as this uh, this podcast kind of kind of goes on. But mm. yeah, I mean, uh, in my sort of personal life, um, I'm actually somewhat shy. <laughs> I like to sort of you know wow. hide hide away. Um, and wow. uh, one of the reasons I like sunglasses is, you know, it gives you, you'll hate this, you know, it's obviously being, being an actor, um, is, you know, it's nice that I find it comforting not always to have to hold, hold eye contact, which mm. I know is an absolute cardinal sin, mm. but 
Yeah. Oh God, there's there loads go. in that. Brilliant. Well, this object has opened up yeah. many, many avenues already. Brilliant. Um, yeah. We, we, yeah. we can come back to eye contact because I, I, I know what you mean. I, I mean, eye contact can be quite intense. So we, let's come back to that. Hiding away. You surprise me when you say you're shy. That was the main thing I wanted to come back to. Um, I knew you wouldn't believe it. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so to yeah, give that context, um, the reason when, when we met you, and, and, and this is why you surprised me, when we met, you were setting up right. this peer-to-peer investment platform and you were the proper startup yeah. guy. And you had such energy yeah. and such gusto. And that's why when we started to do this podcast, I thought I'd really love to get your take on communication because it involved... I remember it involved you going into a kind of hall full of different startups, each with everyone having their own little bay and pitching your stuff like in a market, like in a kind of medieval town square going, this is us, pitch it, pitch it, pitch it. So. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Hilarious. So, yeah. But so <laughs> what, this is what I want to get into. Um, just. Yeah, we've already we've already gone out of sync with my questions. But so what? Tell me about this thing of you being shy and you being on the market square then. Okay, so well, um, you know, I think um, everybody wears different faces, don't they? So, you know, and and it's not just, you know, one of one or two faces, it's it's often many faces actually it can be a face that you wear for a specific person or a specific group of people you know the, the, the sort of personality you put on when you're with your family or when you're with your best friends or when you're with your whatever it might be so we all um, adopt these different versions of ourselves and I would say that the version of myself uh, that, that I had on when you know we met Noah mm. is uh, wildly different from the uh, version of myself that is just ordinary James when I'm just, you know, with my family and, mm. and, and, and with my friends, you know, put me in a group of people, um, you know, uh, friends of friends, people who I maybe don't know super well, or even, even close friends uh, when there's, uh, you know, more than eight of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm just sort of, suddenly don't have a whole lot to say mm, uh, mm. and I'll sort of sit and sort of watch and um, and then on the other hand you know I'll go up on stage in front of hundreds or thousands of people and happily talk about something professional professionally related but I don't know honestly I couldn't so, explain that so, well, I can't I can so, have a go but. yeah well please that's what we're here for <laughs> yeah that's what we're here um, for that's yeah, what we're I here for I can't explain it otherwise <laughs> yeah yeah well we well we are here for that because I think bit. many 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 people listening to this will go yeah I get it and I you know and and on some levels I totally uh, am with you on that and the many faces I totally get uh I'm kind of intrigued with you because you could turn it on so eloquently and so well um how how that works like what is it that makes you able to do it for a thousand people but not able to do it for eight people who are kind of mates of mates what's the difference i okay um i have to think about this but like i think some part of me and this comes from my, my dad is a great storyteller Mm. uh he loves he you know he loves the dramatic pause 
So, you know, he 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 he's been telling stories wow. around the table since I was since I was little, and uh, he is he's genuinely a great storyteller. Uh, mm. Sometimes he, he gets so into the dramatic pause that he forgets what he's going to say next, which is equally hilarious. Um, mm. But you know, so he likes to perform, and I've watched him watch him do that, and uh, and I think I do on some level as well. Mm. And um, you know, I had chance, I had the chance to sort of speak publicly at school. And yeah, so I, I guess when it's kind of in a setting of you know, I feel like I'm sort of I don't know performing. Yeah. And it's not about me. Yeah. It's okay. as a person. It's about whatever I'm presenting or talking about. No problem. That's no easy. problem. If if I'm trying to sort of you know uh, have just an you know an ordinary, I'll give you an example. I mean, um, so uh, my 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 in-laws. I'm I'm sort of holding up uh, with my uh, with my in-laws and, and my uh, wife Anna, and we're trying to hide away from the worst of COVID. Mm. Um, they uh uh we're all really good friends we got on extremely well and um they laugh because my kind of uh sort of general knowledge is not i guess everyone else's general knowledge i am absolutely terrible with all the sort of standard stuff you'd expect to see in a pop quiz or you know band names that they're big on music here i can't right. remember any of that stuff but i yeah. remember the most random things the most random stuff to do with sort of you know odd odd scientific facts that Brilliant. you know no one else cares about they don't yeah. they don't care about it and then i've tried to learn what i would consider to be general knowledge which is like you know football teams football managers what's going on in football i'd love to know about football yeah. i can't i have tried multiple times to learn this stuff and it just goes in one ear and out the other so Half the stuff that I'm genuinely interested in, no one else is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but so um, is the, and the, I think over uh, that's somewhat oh, gone, gone, gone. So is it is it the things that you're really passionate about? Those things that you're interested in? That's what you can stand up and yeah. talk to loads of people about. And is it the yeah. the, the the eight people around the dinner table? Maybe it's not anyway. Is it is yeah. it what you want to be talking about? I'm just. A, I think I'm just in those settings, just a little bit awkward, uh, yeah. you know. So I'll just sort of, sort of sit and, and sit and watch, watch people uh, just do their thing. And and it's mm. funny because you know some, uh, like you say. I mean, I've I've got some. My cousin, take my cousin Ed. He's um, probably one of the most personable people I know. He's so charismatic. He's got endless endless friends. Widely just loved, and he's hilarious. He's and just really lovely to be around. And um, but he could never go and stand up on a stage or mm. do any of that stuff. It mm. would absolutely be the most awful thing for him. Mm. But you know, put him in a group of friends or more, and he's he'll have them. You know, at my wedding, he was up on a chair conducting to wow. Bohemian Rhapsody, and like just wow. you know had the whole place up in up and out. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but you know, he uh, he. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, only good in very small groups mm. of people and, and mm. sort of having sort of, uh, uh, I guess, mm. more sort of personal, personal sort of, I guess, intimate conversations, yeah. not intimate, yeah. you know, but just sort of, you know. I was going to say, you feel very meaningful comfortable. Meaningful conversation, I guess. You feel very comfortable to me now. So maybe this falls into the, 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 the that, that meaningful, smaller scale. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. Or, yeah. yeah. So out of interest, did you get nervous about doing this before doing this? Did Would this kind of give you a, a fear? Um, I don't think so anymore. 
No, I mean, it's the same thing as kind of presenting publicly. I think I've, uh, I've reached a point where it, I still feel like, um, I guess slightly, you know, for one of a better word, jazzed, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I, there's something, there's some kind of anticipation going on there mm -hmm. and there's probably some adrenaline involved, but nothing like, um, what I've experienced in the past. I think it's just, um, I've had enough opportunities to kind of speak, um, you know, in different settings that it, it, you realize there's nothing really to, to worry you about. And we're yeah. here for a specific reason. We all know yeah. what it's about. And it's just, it's, I find that not too much of an yeah. issue. And, you know, I, and I enjoy, and also I enjoy talking to you now. So Good. that's easy. Okay. Um, Phew. But, all right. But, uh, well, I I'm, yeah. I'm glad because either you were putting on an incredibly good front or, uh, you are yeah this is this is a good zone for you so i'm glad right can i can i i'm just going to yeah, get back to, yeah. to 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 my questions although you may have answered yeah, it because one my my next question was going to be around influential people in your life in terms of communication and you clearly talked about your dad yeah. being an amazing storyteller around the table do mm. it, it, it is yeah. is I'm, I'm 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 always intrigued if someone's also going to give me an example of someone who was like a negative example as well as a positive, but but is he the person you would select, or are there others? Well, um, well, he he was one of the people I was gonna I was gonna talk about, and I already kind of jumped the gun and have talked about him. But I mean, the other person was you, Noah. Oh, um, although You're just I was. That. <laughs> I know everyone's going to think I'm saying that just just because I, you know, but it's the truth. So, um, you know, when we when we first met, I mean, yes, I was, I had had some experience of of, of kind of presenting and, and speaking publicly, but it was still, um, I still felt very anxious before some of those big events, and it was still somewhat forced. Uh, so. And I remember coming and talking to you and I, I'd i never did anything like drama or anything like that at school. So I'd had no real experience of, 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 of I guess, being more kind of expansive. And you were, you were basically mm. kind of teaching me to, I guess you taught me how to go with the flow a bit more mm. than I could have done before. Mm. So I actually began to, I was good at it. I was, I was, I was you like, okay, doing it. Um, but I wasn't particularly relaxed, I would say. And I wasn't sort of, I wasn't enjoying it. Mm. Mm. And I wasn't, I wasn't playing up to it. And so it was, it was actually back then it was before, before I did some training, training with you, I was at, I would find it very, very stressful actually. And then when I would get on the stage, it would sort of clear up a little bit, hmm. but then I think after 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 we'd done our kind of week or two, um, I began to enjoy it a lot more. Hmm. Hmm. So that was a nice transition. Okay. And um, but yeah, I mean, I was always like naturally able to do it because I'd been sort of forced through yeah. it through at university uh, at school, and I'd been watching my dad all these years, so I had a natural yeah. thing for it. But I think you helped me to actually enjoy myself. Yeah, <laughs> so I that think, was good. Uh, I think you must have known already what good looked like. Um, uh, yeah, and thank you very much for saying that. I mean, but uh, not but one must always accept 
compliments with good grace. So thank you. And yeah. I remember Sorry, being I don't mean struck. To make I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I remember being struck with how good you were, how passionate you were about what you were doing. That the that, that felt like in this peer to peer investment platform you were setting up. There was a there was a kind of ethos of which the internet does at its best democracy of 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 kind of not just being reliant on those huge big corporate mammoths and what you were able to start to get going with that. So for me, it was also very much driven by your own ethos in that. Well, can you say a little bit yeah. then what happened with all of that? Because we, we talked a bit about the kind of the mad world of of raising inv investment. Um, is that I mean, just just sort of tell? Can you tell that story a bit? What 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 happened with it all? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it was an exciting time. So um, there was a, as is always the way with sort of anything new in tech, it was um, a, ve a very hype filled. Obviously, most people had no idea what any of this stuff was. I think the, the term crowdfunding was beginning to sort of enter into people's minds, but certainly peer-to-peer -peer was still very, very niche. But anyone who was working in, um, you know, in the city or in finance were sort of thinking, God, you know, this is the this is the great revolution. Here it comes. And, um, you know, from from my point of view, it was. I've got a little bit of an anti-establishment streak, <laughs> so but it felt great to potentially be part of something that was going to, uh, uh, you know, potentially, I mean, I was quite naive back then. I'm probably still pretty naive now, but I, I, it was nice to be part of something that was maybe going to kind of uh, put the banks under some pressure. It was a democratic movement. It was exciting. So, and I think it was the first time anything kind of, finance related had really got people uh enthusiastic i mean this is before crypto obviously has, has, has sort of really hit the hit the scene i mean bitcoin was around back then but almost no one knew what it was um so yeah i mean in london which is sort of heart of fintech um uh you know peer-to-peer -peer was peer-to-peer -peer and crowdfunding was genuinely uh really really quite interesting and so there was a lot of enthusiasm um amongst uh, 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 some of the some of the sort of startup communities and investors and so on but you know um, yeah it was very challenging because uh, the business models of like the business models uh, our business model was very um, was a very challenging one you would need enormous scale to make it really work out um, in, in a big way mm -hmm. and, and and smart investors knew this so there was it was you had like the benefit of um, all of the kind of excitement and, and the hype, and that was great. Um, but it didn't change the fact that, um, you know, fundraising is a very, very challenging thing that takes yeah. a, a great deal of energy and a great, great deal of time. So, um, so, so, and, I, I th oh, yeah, go on. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm interrupting you. It's all right. You, I was going to say one more thing on that, which is, which, which, which will connect back to kind of what we're talking about is that there's always a difference um, I've certainly felt, which is that if you're up on stage and you're presenting, like take that market, um, that, that, you know, what, what was called demo day, which is like the sort of marketplace, everyone's yelling at the tops of their lungs, trying to pitch their business the best they can. That's actually quite, 
well, for me, is actually not too bad. I don't mind that because it's actually one way. But when you're, you know, and you're pitching to people, like in, in, you know, in, in more of a conversation, and you're taking questions on things. You know, you're basically selling. And you, you know, I'd find myself in a position where you're up, up on stage in front of a bunch. When you start taking questions, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in a selling situation, but like to an audience. You're selling with an audience. Selling's already hard enough. And then you're selling with an audience, and those situations, um, they would sometimes snap, snap me back, and I would experience enormous, crushing waves of of anxiety. So, yeah. you know, when you're in the flow and you're speaking, and then uh, uh, if you feel like you're suddenly kind of you're losing that flow, and the whole situation changes, and then you have to kind of get a hold of yourself yeah. and kind of you know re steady yourself, and that's always been tricky. And yeah. Uh, that's something I continue to 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 struggle with. It sounds yeah. intimidating because I'm imagining, but but if, if part of the setup is that you that people are then going to try and pick holes in your argument, and they're going to find ways to uh, test any doubts they've got on you in a very exposing format. Yeah, yeah well, it's like um, you know, it's all about. At the end of the day, it's like how how confident are you? That's what it, that's what people are just looking for. Mm. They're just looking for weakness, really. Blimey. So you know, um, if you're, you know, if you lose your if you lose your footing or you lose your flow, it looks like there's something wrong. So mm. um, when you when it's when it's it's much easier when it's one way. But if someone's really looking to apply pressure, and then you're do they're applying pressure whilst there's an audience, and yeah. that's when the audience um, moves yeah. from something that I actually sometimes quite enjoy to just thinking I wish all yeah. these people were there. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting wisps yeah. of the fear that I would experience even yeah. even as you describe that that yeah. set of um what was what was how what was it you said how confident some, you are how weak you are what is it they're looking for you said. Well, they're just, I mean, you know, you get, you get some people who are like, sort of almost like, they, I think they must get a kick out of it. They're like predators. Yeah. So they sort of stand there and then they're thinking, mm. hmm, you know, can I, can I unsettle this person? Mm. So they're actively trying to unsettle mm. you. And, um, and there's some, there's some, there is some value in that. I mean, if you're, if you're looking to back a founder or you're looking to back it, you, you need to know that they can, that this person can take, take the heat and can answer the questions yeah. because that will give you, that will, that will reassure you that they're going to be able to go on and sell and ultimately raise additional funding. Mm. So it makes sense some of them mm. doing it. I don't like it when it's done to me, especially when it's done in front of an audience, but exactly. that's always quite tricky. And and um, I, I've, I've, I've always actually struggled with that is, is getting, and I think it's a real skill to be able to be knocked slightly mm. um, and be like mm. reeling a little bit. Mm. And then you get, obviously you get unsettled, you get and then be able to sort of bring it back. That's so, real, real so maybe we'll come back to that, James. I, I, I wanted to know yeah. before we look at that skill of dealing with predators, as you've called them. Um, <laughs> before, it's a bit of a brutal word. <laughs> no, I like it. Like it. <laughs> what, what happened then? So, 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 what's what's the end of the story? What happened? You, you, you. There you were doing demo days, raising money. Um, what yeah. was your story? What happened? And what did you learn? Yes, yeah, so that, I mean, that was yeah, that was two. That was two thousand fourteen. Um, we we were we were going through an accelerator called Startup Bootcamp, um, which is basically a sort of condensed 
high intensity program, which is in, the, the goal of which is to sort of teach all of, teach these budding entrepreneurs such as myself as much as you possibly can, build your network as fast as possible, and ultimately go on and raise funding and, and ideally be sort of thrust out into the, into the world in a, in a stronger condition than when you came into the program. And, um, you know, on the back of that, um, uh, you know, it, it, everything was going uh, extremely well. And I, I felt very good about the future. We built a great network, had, had, had been through this sort of uh, uh, trial by fire accelerator program, had built a great network, had, you know, thought, right, I, you know, I got this. Um, then January 2015, about a month after the program had finished, uh, I was on the phone to our solicitors saying, this is, um, we're about to launch the uh, platform. This is, this is what we're doing. And uh, my solicitor said, oh, you can't do that. And, and I went, sorry, sorry, what? Um, he said, oh, no, we, we didn't realize first time um, you're going to need additional regulatory permissions from the SCA to be able to do that. And uh, it completely steamrolled the business. Um, it was, uh, honestly, it was a disaster. And in order to get the, the solicitors to go back on their opinion, I'd have had to have engaged a barrister, tried to get them to sort of go back on it. And um, yeah, so, so we then had to completely rebuild this thing that we'd been building for months and months and months to make it less, less good, worse mm. than it was intended to be had to go through an extensive regulatory approval process with the FCA, which we were already in, but added on a bunch more complexity. And yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it basically killed, killed the business. Mm -hmm. um, we, mm. we didn't have the resources to survive a setback like that. And, and, and the truth is, you know, um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a major issue in the end, at the end. Like we, we probably would have been mm. far better off just proceeding uh, and uh, just sort of discussing with the SCA once we were already doing what we were doing, mm. um, but taking mm. what was what was actually quite a conservative approach. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a real slog, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. And what was then it we like for you? What months. what 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 was the impact on you having had all of that energy and momentum that you had and hit the the brick wall of the FCA or your solicitors? What was it like? Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty crushing, to be Um, we went through a six months ex grim, um, uh, process with a, with a sort of alternative, um, boutique asset manager to buy the business. We went through all this due diligence with them for six months. They were, they were going to put 3 million quid into the business and basically take ownership. And, and, and then that didn't happen. And then we went on to eventually sell the business to another peer to lender up um, further up uh, in Northern England. And um, yeah, I mean, by the end of it, um, yeah, I mean, it, I was, I was actually pretty, pretty wiped out. Mm. And, um, and uh, yeah, what, I mean, you know, bringing it back a little bit is, yeah, what it, what it taught me is that. That's exactly what of, my question was. What did, what's the wisdom? What is the wisdom you've taken from it? Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, we've sort of been celebrating the sort of talking in public and doing all these big things, but actually, uh, um, uh, it's, 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 it's too much hyperbole, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm now at tech tree. I do almost none of that. Hmm. And so all this sort of, all these skills that were seemingly so, you know, 
uh, essential to success that we were taught uh, during this accelerator program, I now realize are essentially pointless. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, what really, really matters these days, uh, uh, and it's interesting because it comes back to what we were talking about at the start is, you know, for me in my role, I mean, I'm not, I'm not CEO of this business, so I'm not out sort of selling and, 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 and looking to fundraise, but really it's about, it's about making good, uh, genuine connections with as many people as possible, really getting mm. to know people. So it comes, so all these sort of, uh, skills that I learned, um, uh, and, and refined and, and so on about sort of speaking in public in front of large, in front of large audiences are, are far less important that to me now than the skills of just being able to have a good conversation with a small, with either one or two people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really what matters now. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, it's that's uh, interesting. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh God, there's so much in what you said. One thing I'd want to say is, I don't reckon those skills you've had are wasted. You may not be using them or want to use them, and fair enough from what you've been through. Um, but for me, good communication is authentic, and it's authentic when it's done to a hundred. Or ten, or one person with you know, it's 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 something that happens with people. Um, yeah, but, but almost the way you describe it of like that whole marketplace stuff, proclaiming mm. was too far one way. Yeah. It was too far for you out of out of a zone that you d you don't yeah. want to be in anymore. I guess, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say, and I'm, I'm meandering a lot here, but the, the thing that I think really matters is just being able to, um, you know, have a great, uh, it's something we use internally, actually, because we're a sort of community platform as well, is, is it like a meaningful conversation, a meaningful relationship with someone. So being able to have like a genuine conversation with one person, two people, three people. Mm. Uh, I now, I'm, I'm not saying there is that, you know, you know, if, if Tetri goes on to be extremely successful in the coming in the coming years, and uh, then there will probably come a time where I will have to go back up on a stage and yeah. and, and use some of those skills that that I learned back like you know six mm. seven years ago. But right now, what really matters is being able to have Lovely. a great conversation with one or two people yeah. uh, and really get to know someone and. <laughs> Uh, yeah. oddly enough like you know that's that's some some of the time it's the stuff that i find find trickier but is actually ultimately more, more important yeah and you know especially in a professional context like i mean i use the example of um my cousin who's um you know very very personable but i i see it a lot with friends of mine who work in more corporate settings um uh they are not themselves at work and they are not able to connect on a genuine and authentic basis with 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 other people. They're they're sort of so I guess trained by the environments that they're in to not be themselves. Yeah. That when you when you sort of see them in action in work, you think who who is that person? Wow. <laughs> what, what are they even doing? And, wow. uh, and I think that's a ter terrible shame because yeah. Um, that is one Do thing I'm grateful for with startups. Go on. Do you think they could be? Do you think they're the, the, the environments they're working in could allow them to be the part that you know they are? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's it, it's 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 these things that institute, you know, they're, they're cultures or in, you know institutions within these companies that have, you know the, the institutionalized thinking that's built up over decades, and um, you know, I think people need to be shown a different way because one of the one of the things that I encountered, I found very um, uh, um, it was very clear to me actually when I was when back when I was doing all of that presenting and so on was that a lot of the people that I were meeting were kind of big, you know, city, city, big jobs, all this, all this kind of, all the credentials. Mm. And, um, you know, they were hanging out with all of the sort of startup founders people because it was more hmm. engaging. It was, people were just more authentic. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and, and energizing. And, like, and, yeah. And, yeah and, and people were drawn to that. And, and you could see that it was like radically different from what their ordinary, day-to-day life now i happen to have been putting on a bit of a you know my own version of my own kind of professional persona but my my professional persona is is probably closer to most people's sort of personal ones Mm -hmm. and their professional ones i think are you know Mm -hmm. are are very sort of closed and closeted and 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 uh you know then people are not expressing themselves freely and and uh, and i think it's i think it's you know it's bad commercially for starts yeah yeah. brilliant <laughs> because you know no one knows if they can properly trust anyone that's yeah. the issue yeah yeah so. this okay um i was just glancing at my questions and somehow in our conversation we basically covered um three quarters of them already which is brilliant without even having to <laughs> consciously get there so i'm really happy because i um okay. we've we we've one of the big areas I wanted to talk about was that professional personal balance. Um, yeah, a slight Sorry, change. Of, going off uh, all, no, all, I'm all delighted because 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 <laughs> um, it, in fact I needn't have given away that I've even got a got a got a, a load of questions here. I'm delighted we've just gone there. Yeah. So the, yeah. the the area we haven't yet talked about, which I'm interested to get your take on, is that now we've all moved to digital yeah. communication and being. Um, you know, I could hear your little baby at one point and a little alarm and and we're all in our own little cocoons. Or I tell you what somebody called it yeah. the other day, we're in visual capsules. We're all in our little capsules. <laughs> what's your yeah. what's your experience of that? Um, for better, for worse? What's been your what's good about it for you? What do you miss about it? What works, what doesn't? So yeah. Um Again, I think, and this also kind of somewhat somewhat loops in with what we've just been talking about with these sort of, you know, these the more corporate cultures and so on is we, I had, I had to run a product workshop on Friday and at, we're still a small company. Our team is now 12 people. Um, and we ran that not on Zoom, um, but on Google Meet, which I might add is a far superior tool to Zoom. I think the only reason Zoom has been yeah, so successful because it's, it's easy to say Zoom. So people say, oh, should we have yeah. Zoom? Anyway, that's it, a Exactly. Early on, it ticked the mantle. We just went, we're all yeah. on Zoom. None of us knew yeah. what it was, but somehow Zoom, what is that? It's a triumph of, 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 of branding, branding names. Yeah. Yeah. Triumph yeah. of naming. But Google Meet is actually, you know, just as good, if not if not better, much easier to use, much less setting up. Anyway, that's a separate, separate point. Um, but yeah, I mean, so... I think it's obviously difficult for people to do this, and it depends on how things have been set up in in F1's respective workplaces. And 
But if you have anything more than six people, it comes down to this of like group size I was talking about earlier, anything more than six people on a Zoom call uh, and one person is talking, I would say at least 50% of people will be on their phone, like checking some other kind of communications tool, be reading something on the internet, people will be phased out. So, you know, if you're gonna talk to a group of people over Zoom, you know, you can't, it's hard to sort of gesture with your hands. It's, it's much harder to kind of add uh, 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 kind of a flavor to whatever you're saying. So keep it short. For sure, mm. like people should not be mm. going on and on on Zoom calls with lots of people because mm. they won't be listening. The other issue is you end up with like one, and if if it's more of an actual everyone's inputting, you'll end up with two or three people who just completely dominate the thing. Which is why I mentioned Google Meet mm. because we used uh, their feature, which is um, breakouts. So we set up two rooms with six people. Six people seems to be a bit mm -hmm. of a sort of dream dream number for this kind of thing. And I was sort of fitting in and out of each of the rooms and there were great conversations going on and people were interacting well and there weren't so many people that they were kind of talking all over each other. So, I mean, based on that experience, um, I would say, you know, if you're going to, if you're forced to do video calls, because that's the way, the way the world is right now, mm. you know, keep the number of people on the calls low, or if you have to do talk to hundreds of people, uh, keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah because you yeah know. that all absolutely resonates i totally totally agree i mean and, and i think yeah. there's all sorts of research that's backing up attention span yeah. online being a lot less um i've heard it as low as six minutes is when we start to habituate um, yeah and i've i have found it deeply disturbing watching um my youngest daughter is 12 yeah. And because she was going to secondary school, we'd given her a mobile, an iPhone, yeah. a used one. Um, so she's got her iPhone and her iPad now for school, for online lessons. Yeah. And I find it so depressing how the teacher is battling through this absolute sea of disinterest as they're talking. And what my daughter's doing is she's got her phone out. She's got her friends on... FaceTime on yeah. that. So they've got a separate meeting going yeah. on while the teacher's talking. <laughs> oh. Teacher's on mute, camera's off. So, so, and that's what's happening. And I'm, uh, and, uh, and I'm thinking, okay, so that is, that's, that's what we've all got to be battle with, I, you know, that and her whole body language, her whole posture while she's listening is just like could not be yeah. less. Present. I feel really sorry for the teachers, actually. I think their job must be an absolute nightmare. Me I mean, I read a hilarious article in, in the paper the other day about a kid who had um, changed their name on Zoom to reconnecting dot, dot, dot. And it took the teachers three months. To, brilliant. So, that, so, that, so you didn't have to get asked any questions. I mean, absolutely and, brilliant. You know, and all the kids are, like you say, they're all... Absolutely brilliant. None of them are doing the homework. So they're all, the, you know, the, the ones who are, they're basically all on chat, just passing the ideas around. So if, if the teacher picks on them... Exactly. I Reconnecting mean, dot, dot, dot. So that's the hack. You see, yeah, I, I was going to ask you, because yeah. I knew you'd have the answer yeah. to this. That, that what hacks have you got for Zoom communication? Oh, there you go. What you know? What, what what clever ways? So one is reconnecting. I dot dot. I can't dot. claim that though. That's an eight-year-old kid. He needs to deserve. He deserves the credit there. Obviously, he's going to go on to great things. 
Um, but yeah, so so um, yeah, I mean, my my real thought on this is is if you can avoid a large a call with a large group of people, large group of participants, do because it's just a disaster. Um, you, one of the reasons why I'm harping on about Google Meet all the time mm. is firstly it performs better with bad internet because one of our engineers is over in Dublin and he has terrible he's out in the out in he's outside of Dublin has terrible internet and the only thing we can use that works is Google Meet Zoom doesn't work so performs better. Mm -hmm. Secondly, mm -hmm. it has a functionality called breakout so you can kind of put people into different groups and they can talk and plan things out. Obviously, if someone's reporting or presenting. There's no way around that uh, issue. They've just got to do it. And if you have to do it, then just keep mm. it short because, I mean, mm. people are not going to be listening. So you're just wait mm. everyone's just wasting their time. I mean, I'm yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah. I'm always on my phone or doing something. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're all as yeah. bad as each other. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my ones to add to that, I don't know what you would make of this, but is use PowerPoint less. So that and, and put cameras on. PowerPoint more. should just be d deleted from human history, I think. That would be a, be a real positive. Great. No, no more slideshows <laughs> ever again. <laughs> but, but you see, I mean, I, I previously would have absolutely, I never, never, never even turned, knew how to turn PowerPoint on yeah. um, until this pandemic, where, of course, yeah. we need to have somewhere visually showing at times what it is we're saying. So I'm being, I'm that's the I'm only, I, I've now, I've started to use I'm being silly. I mean, the only thing with But I found a nicer one, by the way, called, called beautiful.ie instead of PowerPoint. Much nicer. Yeah, there's another one called pitch.io. Pitch. It's also very good. But yeah, just less on the screen if you use the PowerPoint. That's my pro tip. Yeah. yeah. Pictures. People yeah. love pictures. Good. Um, so my final question. Yeah. If you could have one... Um, like demigod skill of, pre of presentation and communication. If you now become a kind of Greek demigod, you can take one skill in communication, everything we've talked about. What would that, what, what, what special power would you have for, to, 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 to take on? Gosh. Um, I, don't, I think I might be cheating if I say this, but I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. and I'm just going to cheat. Um, I would like to have the sort of, you know, the, the gravitas of like a George Clooney. <laughs> His delivery is amazing. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, that'd be amazing. He's one of the most charming, yeah. ca charming. There's something in his eyes. Yeah. There's just a twinkle yeah. that would say, yeah, I'll do. I'll do yeah. that. You know, pe people would just be like, you know, I, I would just, okay. if he asked me to do something, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Should I go and mow your lawn? Yeah, fine. No problem. <laughs> what and 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 what is it just so that you can start to develop that and work on that james yeah. what is it you know about him that where, where is it how well, do you see it where i does don't it show know up? if i can ever ever recreate that somehow because he has a it's it's a i don't know if i can maybe i can but he has a he has a he has a he has a sort of you know a gravitas that i don't think i'll ever have um uh mm. maybe mm. maybe i think he uh you know Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't, I, think I don't got, take myself. I think he's got two quite paradoxical. Say again. I think he's got two quite paradoxical things. Um, by the way, we should meet on Google Meet next yeah. time because there's a lag on yeah. this, isn't there? But, 
but I think he's got two quite paradoxical things. I think he's got one hand a, a kind of ability to to be quite contained and quite still, yeah. and on the yeah. other hand, a quite naughty, cheeky something in his eye. And I like I think those two combined. Are, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know if I'd have much chance of recreating that somehow. <laughs> I sort of love like a sort of a, 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 a maniac half the time, so I think that that wouldn't uh, that's not very George Clooney, is it? Oh, I think you can have yeah. it. Oh, thank I'll you. Give it to you. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, I'm again just sort of always drawn back to where we started, which is uh, your comment on we have many faces as you held up the sunglasses, mm. and. I've really appreciated the insight that you've brought and the way you've been able to describe the different the different roles you've played. Um, thank you, absolutely fascinating. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been great, I appreciate it. <laughs>